Hi friends. If you're anything like me, you want to build a life on your own terms. And that includes the way that you make money. Maybe you hate your nine to five. Maybe you enjoy it, but you want to bring in some side income, but you don't want to be overwhelmed. Or maybe you're in a place like me where you're starting from scratch because of career changes, unemployment, whatever. I am hosting a free workshop on May 22nd at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on how to build a creative business of your dreams without compromising your health, your rest, your mental health, while also making an impact on your community. Now, you know, I've said this before, hustle culture is not for us. It's not for people in general, but it's especially not for black people and especially not for black women. I'm going to teach you how I learned how to build a business of my dreams without being overwhelmed, stressed out or grinding or hustling. It's free. So come on out, bring a friend. You have to register with Zoom first to attend, but I'm going to go through everything that I've learned and you can ask all the questions that you want to ask. And I'm really here to help you build a business and build a life ultimately that brings you joy and pleasure and makes an impact on your community. So please feel free to bring to come out, bring a friend. Like I said, it'll be fun. It'll be great. I cannot wait to see you there. I am so, so, so excited because ultimately I just want to see black women win. Okay. To attend, just click the link in the description, sign up, register, and I will see you all there. Again, click the link in the description, sign up, register. It's free so that you can get added to my mailing list and you'll get the emails when we go live and it's time to show up for the workshop. I cannot wait to see you there. I'm excited for you. I want to see you win. Let's actually build a life we actually enjoy where we don't have to compromise our joy. Why not? I'll see you there. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Renice, and I am so happy that you are here. Yay! So happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, the aunties, the cousins, the mother figures. I also see the people who may have lost their mother recently or may may have lost their children recently. Um, Unfortunately, I've had some friends who have lost siblings and sons, and it's just been uh, such a traumatic season for some people. So I see you, even though that people are celebrating and a lot of people have access to their mothers, even if you have an estranged relationship from your mother, I see you and I celebrate you. Um, Yeah, and I'm praying for your healing. I'm praying that you honor your feelings, that you allow yourself to feel what needs to be felt. Don't rush yourself through this season. Don't make yourself feel anything except what you actually feel. I see you. So shout out to you all. I love you all. Yes. And today I kind of want to talk about something that I am currently going through. So recently I made, it's spring, it's spring. So when spring comes, you know, it's time for spring cleaning. You just want to feel lighter. Even the food that you're eating, you're going from eating heavier foods to kind of like lighter foods, like salads and vegetables and fresh things. And I just felt in my spirit that I needed to make some changes in my life. So I started with my closet because You know, I have so many clothes in my closet that I've been wanting to fit for a long time. Listen, my body has changed. COVID has changed my body tremendously, okay? And I'm really trying to learn how to re-love my body again. I've spoke about this before. But instead of like trying to lose weight to fit into clothes that I used to fit in, why not buy clothes that actually fit me and suit me today, right now? And so there are some things that I've been learning in my journey to decluttering that I've been kind of taking with me and writing down. And I kind of want to share a few things with you from those experiences, if you don't mind. So if you're like me and you want to do some spring cleaning, whether that be physically or mentally or emotionally or spiritually, let's get it started. Okay. so for one thing that I've learned from cleaning out my closet, again, like I said before, is I need to stop trying to put on clothes that don't fit me anymore. And while the size might be too small, the style might not be what I want, right? The style might not be fitting me anymore. So back in the day, I used to buy clothes, 
you know, hoping that one day I learn how to be stylish using air quote stylish. I think all of us are stylish as a side note, but I was trying to learn how to be stylish like other people. So I bought these pieces and I was like, okay, I'm going to learn how to put this together with something else. But every time I put it on, it just didn't feel like it was me. It didn't feel like it suited my personality. It didn't feel like it like really met my needs. It was just kind of like, oh, I'm just trying to fit in with everybody else. And so instead of giving my t- myself time and space to discover who I am, what I like, what I enjoy, I was really trying to be accepted by other people. Now, now that I'm like in my 30s, I'm to the point where I'm just like, okay, I just want to wear something that's comfortable that I feel sexy in and I feel good in that I feel beautiful in, you know, not trying to be accepted by the world. And so I see these old clothes as an old version of myself trying to fit in with other people. And I've been throwing those clothes away. Well, really donating them, giving them to other people who might be able to use them. And I'll get to that in a second. But, you know, getting rid of the clothes that either don't fit me as in size or don't fit me as in personality or style has been so freeing. Instead of trying to force myself and seeing those clothes in the closet as a reminder of who, you know, I aspire to be and who I'm not today, I'm able to let those things go and be okay with and make room for who I really am and be okay with who I really am. Now, as I mentioned before, another thing that I've been learning from decluttering is that now that I have space in my closet for clothes that I fit, not only am I enjoying the process of like discovering me and having fun and shopping and stuff like that, I'm also giving those clothes to people who could actually use it. A lot of times we hoard stuff, we, we hold on to things because we feel like I might need this in the future or I might fit in the future when really there are people out there who need what we have or we're hoarding it, we're holding on to it. So this could be clothes, this could be gifts, this could be things that we're just that we just acquired or mindsets or information or knowledge, whatever it is, we're hoarding onto it because we deal with scarcity mindset, right? Or we feel like what, who we are now isn't enough. And so when I was younger, we used to shop at thrift stores. Like we didn't we didn't really have a lot of money to go shopping at like stores, like, you know, name brand stores. So we went thrift shopping. And it would be amazing when we would find. Now it's all like glamorized, right? Like thrift shopping has been um, gentrified. <laughs> but before thrift shop was for people who didn't have money. Like they didn't have money, um, they didn't have a lot of choices. Whatever was there, you had to find something, put it together, you had to get real creative in the thrift shop, okay? But I was happy because for me, even though these clothes were worn by other people and they're old to them, to me, it was new. To me, it was fun, it was exciting. To me, it was refreshing because I'm like, oh snap, now I have fancy clothes, you know what I mean? And even though I was teased when I was in elementary school and middle school and you know some of high school until we got uniforms, it was fun for me because I'm like, this is new to me. There are things that we hoard onto, and this is more about literal physical things. We hold, we hold onto these things when there are people who could really use what we have, but we're afraid to like let it go. It's okay. Some things we hold onto because they are they hold memories or they're attached to someone who's, who might not be with us anymore, and so I understand that. But really what matters is not the things that they gave you. What matters is the memories that you'll always have. Write down those memories in a journal. You know, Keep them somewhere safe. Keep them some, somewhere sacred in your head, in your heart. Like I said, on paper, in a journal, so that you can pass it on to your future generations. You know what I mean? But those things don't define your relationships with those people. It might be nice to hold on to maybe one thing from somebody else, but really holding on to that stuff is just really weighing you down. It's just heavy. Like when I started giving stuff away, again, like talking about Marie Kondo that people like really enjoy, I think her method is really honorable. Like you're honoring the things that you had. Like at some point, this meant a lot to me. At some point, this had a lot of value. But right now, it doesn't have much value for me now but I know that it's gonna give value to somebody else in the future. And so that makes it easier to give it away. It doesn't feel like you're throwing something away. It makes it feel, makes you feel like you're actually doing good by donating to somebody else for a greater cause. That, that's, that's what we really have to change our mindset around letting things go. You're not getting rid of it. You're not wasting anything. If anything, you're giving something away to somebody else who could better appreciate it, who could better use it. And so that makes you generous instead of making you wasteful. 
Another thing that I've learned while decluttering is that I love space. I love space. I love organization. I, it just makes you think better. It makes you more clear. It makes you more focused. And so when we have all this clutter around us, when we have all these things, you know, just weighing us down or reminding us of what we didn't do, like literally those clothes that I couldn't fit were really taunting me. Those clothes I couldn't fit anymore were really just telling me, girl, you used to be thinner. Now look at you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm holding on to these things in hopes that I'll return to that size before. And so I can't even enjoy myself, right? It's not even a pleasurable experience holding on to those things. But when I got rid of it, I realized how much space I did not have because the drawers were overflowing, right? The drawers were overflowing. The closet was overflown. You know, it had a little bend in that little rod in the, in the closet. Y'all know what I'm talking about. When all your clothes sit in the middle and, the, and it kind of bends towards the middle, like you realize how stressful everything is when you hold on to, to too much stuff. Now, we've talked about last week extensively about how we need more margin in our lives, how we need more fun, more pleasure, more rest. And I really feel like that same lesson can be applied to decluttering. So whether that's, that's thoughts that we held on to, um, traumatic experiences, old relationships, old mindsets that no longer fit us. Like there are some things in our mind that are just taking up space and energy. It takes up energy, right? When you think about, when you really think about even the clothes that you have, when you keep holding on to clothes and you take your clothes to the wash, that takes up more money to wash more clothes because you have way too many clothes. But when you have less clothes, it takes more, takes less money, um, depending on, you know, how you wash your clothes to get it done. The same thing with ourselves. When we keep rehashing those same thoughts, those same mindsets. When we keep trying to fit ourselves into a box that no longer serves us, we're going to be stressed out. We're going to be exhausted. We're going to be depressed because we are no longer those people. It's okay to evolve. It's okay to change. It's okay to move into a life that is more freeing, more enjoyable, more impactful, more honest, more honest. And I think for myself, one thing that I'm taking with me in this new season of life is that I just want to be more honest and more authentic, right? More authentic, more authentically me. Being like, if I don't fit these shorts, instead of saying to myself, one day I'll fit them. No, Alicia, the goal is not to fit these shorts, right? The goal is to be healthy and to be, you know, exercising and all that great stuff. But what if you never fit those jeans again? Wouldn't it be more honest and more authentic for me to say, you know what, I can't fit these shorts right now, so I'm going to give them to somebody else who can. And I'm also going to treat myself and give myself clothes that actually fit me, that make me feel good, you know what I'm saying, that make me feel beautiful, that make that doesn't make me question whether or not I'm valuable because of the weight I've gained, that doesn't make me question my beauty because of how much weight I've gained. Wouldn't that be more honorable? And I feel like when we make room in our lives, when we remove all the heavy dead weight, the like, you know, even though spring is about renewal and life, it is it is almost like autumn. It is because in order to make room for the new, you have to get rid of the old. In autumn, trees shed their leaves. God has given me this. Thank you, God. Trees shed their leaves. They shed, they make room because in the winter, they can't sustain that life anymore. And then when spring comes along, new blossoms happen. Blooms are blooming. What else? The, the animals are coming out. Babies are being born. You know, the little, little baby duckies and stuff like that. That's one of my favorite things to see in the spring. But anyway, you don't get those beautiful flowers or those beautiful rosebuds or those beautiful blooms without making room and cutting dead things off first. And I really think sometimes we're trying to carry all of ourselves into a new season of life and we have to let go of some things and it is painful. Like literally this morning, let me say what happened this morning and why God is so funny because um, my husband dropped my computer this morning and it wasn't his fault. He was kind of like, he was half asleep and it just like fell and I heard it and I'm like, oh my God, my computer. So I woke up this morning and I'm just like, okay, God, I hope this computer works fine. I open it, I turn it on and it's malfunctioning. So now my husband has to erase all the files I have on my computer. And when I tell you at first, I was like, no, but my things, 
the files that I had saved, right? The files that I had saved three years ago to where I said, oh, I'm gonna get to it soon. I never got to it, right? The music that I wanna save to my computer because I'm just like, no, this is my favorite music that I haven't listened to in like years, right? The pictures that I have that I'm like, no, I have to hold on to these photos because you know they're important, they're memories that I haven't looked at in like 10 plus years because I'm carrying, I'm carrying information from one computer to the next, to the next. I'm going to these computers and it's so funny because my computer now, before it you know, was dropped, it was almost full to capacity with files. And I'm like, this is not okay. Like I have a problem. I know I'm a hoarder y'all I'm recovering. Okay. (laughs) But I'm a hoarder. And even when me and my husband started dating, I had to let go of old relationships, old relics from relationships, teddy bears, cards, love letters, because I am such a, an emotional hoarder that it wasn't benefiting me in my relationship. And my husband is so patient. Like he didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't offended by it or intimidated by it, but he really showed me myself. And so This computer malfunctioning this morning showed me how much work I still have to do with decluttering. I want to live a life that has a lot of margin and I want a lot of margin in my computer. Maybe if my computer had more margin for space, if I dropped it, it'd be fine, right? Like it's funny how things work out that way. And even though we're talking about our life and my computer is really showing me, okay. And I got to a point where I'm just like, you know what, if I lose everything on this computer, it's okay. It has no bearing on my worth. It has no bearing on my ability. I, if I, if I, if I you know, miss things that I created, I can create it again because God has given me that power. God has given me that talent, the ability, the skill. Like the best stuff is not behind me. It's ahead of me. The best stuff is right now, right? It's not behind me or ahead of me. It's right now. And so it's really helping me to live in the moment. It's really helping me to see Do I need all that stuff that I need? Because the truth is I didn't even get to make a list of all the programs and files and all the stuff I had deleted, right? But when I get back home to to use my computer, it's really gonna show me, oh, all those programs and files you didn't need. Your life is not over because you don't have access to those things anymore. And the same thing is with our lives. Like we think we put so much bearing and so much worth on these things, on these mindsets, on these things, these things that no longer serve us that we think we're going to die without it. Like my question to you is like, what things are you holding on to? Because I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. Um, what the, and be honest with yourself, because like I said, once you admit to yourself the truth, then you can improve. But if you're never honest with yourself about what's happening in your life, you're never going to be able to improve. So I know that I've been stressed. I've been doing too much. I've been doing too much too often. I have been holding on to too many things. I have been holding on to too many even um, previous identities that I've held on to. And I'm no longer those people. I'm not that person anymore. You know what I mean? And it's so freeing to be able to just stand in my truth today and say, this is who I am. And so even with the clothes that I have on, I can't fit this, sis. Okay, so this is what I can fit. You know what I mean? Like, and this is what I have access to. And it makes me... Um, feel less bad because now I'm not just holding on to um, clothes just because I feel like I have to hold on to it. I'm being wasteful if I don't wear it. You know what I mean? And when I wear it, whatever I wear, I want it to be worn with full joy, not with anything else, not with obligation, not with uh, stress or like, you know, if it pinches in a certain in a certain way that makes me feel fat. I don't want to feel that way. I want to feel delicious in my clothes. And yes, I use the word delicious. <laughs> I use that word often. But either way, like I want you to really assess, really take inventory of the things that you're holding onto, the things that you're hoarding, the things that, you know, you think that you have to hold onto that aren't working for you anymore and get rid of those things. Like it's painful, but it's how Marie Kondo does. Look at those things and honor it for what it was. Honor those mindsets, those fears. Oh my gosh, those fears. Even, even the nature of hoarding in itself comes from trauma. When we were younger, we struggled, you know what I mean? And so even my hoarding comes from, I'm never going to have enough. I'm never going to have enough. What if something happens when I don't have, right? 
And right now I'm not living in a season of trauma and struggle like I used to live in. You know what I mean? Even even if we had the same amount of money, I don't feel it because I'm operating in God's grace. Like I'm operating in what he's given me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm living in abundance even when I don't have nothing. Okay. Abundance is not just for when you're rich. It's for now. It's for today. So if you only have noodles, sis, you do that noodles. You eat the noodles with full joy, with full, with full um, gratefulness and all that great stuff. You know what I'm saying? But let me get back on track. But yes, like holding on to old traumas and mindsets like really keeps us from living and thriving in a life that is really fulfilling because we're too blocked to live a life that actually truly brings us joy because we don't we couldn't even know what it brings us joy if we don't make room for it, y'all. If we don't make room for it, we'll never know. Like, I know this episode is all over the place, but I'm hoping that you get something from it. And understand that decluttering is great for physical things, wonderful, but also mindsets. What's not working for your soul no more? If, if, if hustling and grinding isn't working for you, don't do it. Give it up. It's not good for you anyway. Y'all already know how I feel about that. You know, if um, hanging out with a certain, certain, certain group of people that make you feel like trash, if that's not working for you anymore, stop it. If being a perfectionism, if, if a perfectionism, if being a perfectionist is not working for you anymore, if perfectionism is not working for you, stop being perfect. Stop trying to be perfect because it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? Like there are so many things. If, if again, like how I talked about before, I'm putting on this um, free workshop for how to build a creative business of your dreams. For a long time, I was looking at all these people talking about, oh, how to be a millionaire and all this other stuff. And I realized none of that was resonating with me because all of that was about grinding and, and hustling. And it was also about capitalism and about imposter syndrome. And it was about how can I get more and more and more. And the life that I want to live is not a life where I'm always saying, I want more, I need more. I want to live a life of enough. You feel me? And so the stuff that I learned, I had to learn how to build a business that honors my enough, but doesn't overwork me to the point of wanting to be a millionaire. Because honestly, what do I need a million dollars for? I'll take it. I'm gonna be honest, right? And I'm gonna do a whole other episode on this soon too. But like, I don't need to make a million dollars in my first year of business. I probably don't need to make a million dollars in my business, period, unless I'm paying other people, right? But if I'm just working for myself and working within my margins and my means, I, as a person, am a person, not a corporation. Y'all forgive the sirens. I'm at a park. There's <laughs> just a lot going on. But I'm a person, right? And if I have to treat myself as a person, then I understand I don't need a million dollars to live. I don't need to work myself into the grave to live. I can make four, $5,000 a month and be good. You feel me? Like, and be good. Like, beyond getting out of debt, y'all heard this before about Sally Mae. Like, beyond that, I don't need that much money. So it's like, and for the life that I want to live, I want to travel. I want to RV. I want to live within my within my means and I want to live small live tiny so it's like really determining what life you want to live who you want to be who you actually are what you like what you don't like stop forcing yourself to eat the food you hate stop forcing yourself to go to yoga if you hate yoga you know what I'm saying like just simple things like that we're filling our lives with so much stuff be unapologetic about what you enjoy about who you are about what you like what you desire and go for it and remove everything else that is not that thing like literally with listen unapologetically because like I said black women are raised to be apologetic about our being our existence you know what I mean we can't allow that to happen we can't allow other people to drive our lives and so I brought up the business because the business I realized I don't I don't if I don't need to make a million dollars I don't have to stress myself out with putting on all these programs and all these things like I can do things for free I can be generous you know what I'm saying I can give back and while money does equal freedom being honest about how much you actually need is really really important to live a life that is true and authentic to you. So I'm hoping all this help. Declutter your life, sis. Declutter your mind, your beliefs, um, the traumas. Listen, therapy is for everybody. I, you will hear me say that all the time. Therapy is for everybody, okay? 
Um, I'm all for therapy right now. I'm trying to get it together because that costs money, sis. And I want to put together a program where like the money I do make from um, the programs and stuff and the workshops and like the courses that I put on for Black Girl Creative and the like and all my other businesses, I want to be able to sponsor women to be able to take a sabbatical for a month, to be able to go to counseling, to be able to... Um, what else? To be able to start their own business, to be able to start their own creative projects. You know what I'm saying? Money is the answer to all things. That's Bible, okay? The Bible says money is the answer to all things. So if I have a goal for my money, I'm not just gonna be like, oh, I wanna make a million dollars to be a millionaire, to brag on it. No, I wanna make enough for myself and enough to be able to be able to be, able to be generous to other people. Y'all forgive my stutter. Y'all know I stutter. But yeah, anyway, all that to say, I love you guys and I want you guys to live a full, joyous, free, authentic life and authentic to you not what other people say that you're supposed to be doing what works for you so until next episode you all keep creating keep making stuff i see you i honor you and i will talk to you all again soon and be sure to sign up for the workshop y'all if you're looking to start a creative business if you're looking to you know build more income more freedom but the easy way not the hard way not the stressful like um you know what is it hustling way i don't i don't believe in none of that come out it's fun it's free bring a friend and i will see you all there okay i love you Bye.